Bidzy Small Business Society number 103. You're listening to Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Barisoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Welcome to this episode of Bidzy's Small Business Society. With me today is Evan Brand. Evan is a globally recognized leader in the fields of ancestral health, paleo nutrition, and functional medicine. He is the author of three books and has appeared on dozens of media outlets as a guest expert. Evan uses lab-tested and customized supplement programs to find and fix the root cause of a wide range of health symptoms. He is dedicated to enhancing his own health and happiness and is passionate about sharing his strategies to help others do the same. Welcome to the show, Evan. Can you tell us more first about yourself, then about what project or projects you're working on today? Hey, Rob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so about myself, I'm a bit of a a wounded warrior, which most healthcare practitioners are because we suffered ourselves and then we had to find the answers because the conventional medical model is not typically very good at chronic issues. We're pretty good at if you break an arm or your leg is falling off, you go to the emergency room, you get better. But when you have some of the issues like I had when I was in college with fatigue and depression and some mood issues, you're typically not going to get an answer that gets to the root cause. So that's really where I started this whole uh, clinic, not just paleo, my podcast and all of that basically came out of my own experience and my own journey trying to get the answers that were really not coming from the conventional doctors. I had prescription pads written for me that I never filled for drugs that had various side effects that I wanted to stay away from. So that was really my entry point into the health space. And a project that I'm working on right now is to get board certified in clinical nutrition. So I have several credentials and some schooling that I've gone through to really just up my education and give me the ability to help the clients and patients that I'm working with. But board certification is just going to take it to the next level so that it's a little bit more of a a globally recognized credential, I suppose. When you hear board certified, that's going to give a lot more value for the nutritional therapy work that I do with people. Sure. So what certifications do you have right now that would allow you to work with a certain set of clientele? 
Yeah, so I started back 2009. That's when I started out in personal training. So I got a personal training certification back then. And then over the past five or six years, I've gone through several different schools for nutritional therapy. So I picked up nutritional therapy practitioner certification. I picked up a uh, specific gluten, a gluten-specific certification from a guy named Dr. Peter Osborne, some online schooling that he has for that. And then the most recent, the functional medicine certification, people that are new to the thought, what does that mean? Functional medicine just means looking at lab testing, you know, using science to actually look at people's health symptoms. So whether it's fatigue, whether it's sleep issues, hormone issues, et cetera, using the science but also using a holistic approach to treating people, you know, restoring people back to their quality of life that they had before they got sick, adding in a little bit of preventative medicine, you know, giving people some good vitamins, minerals, herbs, botanicals, et cetera, and then addressing the root cause of their issues. So instead of, oh, my back hurts, here's an aspirin. Well, let's figure out why that back hurts. Well, what's actually going on? Is there tears there? Is there hormone imbalances that are causing that? So really just trying to zoom out, look at the 30,000-foot view of someone, but then also zooming in by using the testing to look at the specific body systems. I break things down into three different body systems, so one, two, and three. One being hormones, two being your gut, and three being your detoxification. If those three body systems are in check, you can get rid of nearly any symptom, whether it's anxiety or ADD or arthritis, being overweight, you know, stress issues, um, skin issues, acne, eczema, insomnia. I mean, there's just so much that with that wide net, you can really resolve a lot of symptoms that you wouldn't think could be resolved. So would there be a way for, uh, you know, somebody might be bootstrapped, so to speak, somebody just maybe can't afford um, the services of a professional like yourself to sort of just take some actionable steps today, right now, listening to this podcast, can they take some steps today to sort of identify those problems with their hormones and their gut with these detoxification? What can they do today to start making those improvements, Evan? Sure. So the first thing, the free test that we can do together on this call is People can take a look, and you can do this as well. Take a look at your fingernails. And it's best if you're close to a window or a a, a light source. And basically what I want you to do is just pan your hand from side to side and looking at your fingernails. And if you see vertical lines, vertical ridges that go across the surface of the nail, and you may even be able to try to feel your fingernail and see if you can actually feel the texture of those vertical lines or ridges, if you have those, that tells us that there's some level of malabsorption going on, meaning that your body is not breaking down your fats and proteins as well, meaning that you're not absorbing the nutrients that you're eating. I want to stop you really quick. Sure. Mine are nice and smooth. That's good, right? Good. That's a good sign. (laughs) Now, it's not 100% accurate. I've seen people that have issues with their gut, whether it's bacterial infections, yeast infections, parasitic infections, have smooth fingernails. So you may be good. You may be good. But, you know, that's kind of my philosophy is that if you haven't tested, then you're guessing. You know, if you don't test, you guess. So you could be clear, but you never know. So that's one symptom that I look for for people. That's kind of the free method is take a look at your fingernails. And if there's an issue there, that means you're not absorbing your food as well as you could be. If you wake, you know, if you wake up not feeling rested, that's a sign that there's something going on with your hormones, something called adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction. 
I've written about that extensively and I've done a lot of podcasts about that. What people can do in terms of today, one is you want to get exposure to bright light. So first thing in the morning when the sun's up, try to get outside, get that bright light exposure on your eyeballs. I don't know anyone in this world that doesn't feel the competitiveness of the world. They, I don't know anyone that doesn't want to perform at their best. One of the best ways to support that is by getting that bright light exposure. If you're someone that hides in your house all day in a dark room and your blinds are shut or you don't have enough windows, you're not going to be producing enough stress hormone. Basically, your batteries are not going to be as charged as they should if you're not getting that bright light exposure. So think of you plugging your smartphone battery in to charge it. It's the same thing that happens when you go out and you get that bright sunlight in your eyes. That really tells the brain and the body, hey, let's start producing brain chemicals. Let's start producing hormones. We have a day ahead of us that we need to get through. I find a lot of people, they wear sunglasses too much, and that can impair their ability to manufacture energy. And They're going from their house to their car to their office, and they don't really get exposed to the outdoor environment. That's a, that's, a, that's a free starting place for people. Now, I woke up a little fatigued today, and I think it's in part uh, due to what I ate last night for supper. Now, how important is diet on our well-being here, Evan? That's a good question. Honestly, it depends. I mean, 98% of the people that I'm working with, if not 100%, have already done something to their diet. So whether they're trying to follow like a whole foods diet, like a paleo style diet, you know, a fish and vegetable diet, you know, most people are trying to get rid of the sugars, the processed foods and all of that. And they're still struggling. So I used to put a lot, a lot of lot of effort into getting people to make the huge transition over from the conventional diet. But I'm still finding that a lot of people are changing their diet and they still have symptoms. So I just assume that most people have the diet in place and then I really start to look at these deeper pieces. So to give you a percentage of how impactful is it, it's hard to say. I think it depends on the person. Evan, you talk a lot about the paleo diet. Can you tell us what that is exactly? Yeah, mainly the goal of a paleo diet or a paleo template, which is something that I often use for people that need to get a lot of their health symptoms resolved. Basically, it's going to look like meats, vegetables, healthy fats, good minerals, you know, using good salts. So like iodized salt, table salt, that's not good for you. Basically, that's sodium chloride with added iodide to it. And our bodies don't recognize that. So you probably have someone, maybe yourself, maybe someone in your family that has been told they have hypothyroidism or low thyroid. And a lot of times that's due to us using bad quality salt. And that's blocking the ability for natural iodine to go up into our thyroid and get that to work. So long story short, you want to stay away from chemicals as much as possible. So the paleo template or kind of a real foods template is all about using organic foods as much as possible. A hundred years ago, the term organic didn't exist because we didn't use chemicals on our food like we do today. So staying away from chemicals as much as possible, there's 100,000 new chemicals estimated added to the environment every year. Staying away from those is a good bet. So that's really the foundation of, of food is you know getting a palm-sized portion of some animal protein in, in your uh, meals, each meal, some good organic veggies, some good salt, plenty of water, Adding lemons and limes to your water as desired can be helpful. That's that's the basis of it. So more just on the salt and the sodium, would you just uh, sort of take in the naturally occurring sodium in your food and avoid adding it after the fact at all? 
people can add as much salt as they want to their diet. There's never been a link between, like if you're kind of alluding to like sodium and heart disease, for example, kind sure. of a big fear that a lot of people have, that's never been proven. And the real issue is inflammation. If you have high sodium levels and inflammation in the body, that can come from like hydrogenated oils. Like anybody that's listening, go look at, if you stock peanut butter or something or almond butter in your house, go look at the oils in there. If you see hydrogenated oils, that's the big culprit that you want to stay away from. But if you're using something like a sea salt or like a pink Himalayan salt, which is what I use, you can apply that as liberally as you would like to your food. And it actually has quite a few trace minerals in there that can really help your body and a lot of your enzymes in your body to work more effectively. All right. Well, uh, take it from the pro, Evan Brand. He's telling you, use all the salt you want. Just make sure it's the right salt. So um, Exactly. Now, Evan, uh, we've been talking about health quite a bit here. Now, I want to sort of focus, shift gears and focus more on your business. Now, you've had some of your own challenges, both physically and professionally, I'm sure. But what stands out as the biggest challenge that you faced and what steps did you take to really overcome it? Well, so the biggest challenge was working under someone that I didn't like. So... I started my functional medicine practice in a chiropractor's office. Now, great guy, great person, but I didn't like the environment. So I guess I'm rephrasing that in a way. If you're working under someone, you're sort of trapped into their dogma or trapped into their rules or at least trapped into their environment. You know, this is what this was an environment that I was working in that had artificial fluorescent lighting. We had very dark tint on the windows, so there was never any bright light coming in. There was no plants. There was there was no life to the building. It was just a very sterile environment. I found that that wasn't really conducive to healing, you know, in, in some of the patients that I was working with. And so what I did to fix that was I stopped working there and I went 100% virtual with my practice. And so now I'm able to work with people around the world via phone and via Skype and they're able to be in the comfort of their home in their pajamas if they would like to do the consultations that we do together. And so that's really enabled me to help more people and also remove any of the barriers in terms of getting people better because now I can meet them where they're at as opposed to them having to drive across town to an office. So that was the biggest hurdle, and, and I'm so glad that I've made that transition now to the way that the, way that the clinic's running now. And also, it just brings to mind the idea that, uh, you know, you're not spending money on uh, leases and office space and all the things that that entails, and you can essentially probably uh, pass those savings on to your clients. Is that right? Right. Yeah. So I didn't have to pay for the office space there. I had a contract where, you know, we were dividing up some of the revenue that was generated. However, I know that, you know, the guy was paying a, a huge amount, you know, four or $5,000 a month or something for the leasing of that space. So yeah, I mean, if you have a, a brick and mortar, those can be very good. I'm not against those. It just depends on what business someone is in. I found for me, going virtual has been a really a really great step and like I said I've seen no negatives from it you know if people are concerned about the connection and the communication you know we can do Skype and have face to face if if they want but a lot of people they're on the go so they're sitting on a park bench on their lunch break chatting with me and just checking in and we're going over lab work and stuff like that together and it's a really win-win situation all around yeah it's tough to make those appointments and drive across town and fight traffic and uh, you know stuff that appointment in with the rest of our day i hear you man exactly 
Now, Evan, what does success really look like to you? Why is it so great to be an entrepreneur? Well, because you have the freedom of you have the freedom of life and you have the freedom to think clearly. You know, I work harder at least in my eyes. I work harder than a lot of people that are not entrepreneurs. But it's about working smarter and not harder. I remember when I was a teenager, one of my first jobs, I had a guy I started at a as a dishwasher at this fondue restaurant, really high-end restaurant. And I remember one of the supervisors or the managers, he kind of acted as a very early mentor to me. And he said, Evan, he said, in life, you really have to work smarter and not harder. And I've really learned that. And I think that's the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that you have the ability to work as hard as you want to, but you have the ability to work smarter as well. So if you're just punching in, punching out, the average person, I mean, some research says that people that are doing an eight-hour workday, they may be only getting three hours of actual work in, where if you're an entrepreneur, your success depends on you. I don't have a huge team. I mean, I have several different assistants that help me with different tasks and customer service and things like that. But just in terms of the overall success, that's dependent on me. So a lot of people, they like to blame others for their issues or blame the government or I'm going to you know, vote for this new president because I think he's going to fix everything. Maybe, but a lot of times these decisions in terms of like presidential candidates and all these other things that we think are going to make massive changes, they really don't. They really don't change things in our day-to-day life. And you really begin to realize it's empowering, but I guess it can also be frightening as well for people. It's like, wow, I'm doing this thing all alone. But I love it. I personally thrive on that. We're not always all alone. And I think, you know, whether it's an actual paid coach or, you know, somebody we just look up to out in the business community or just in life. I mean, I think we really have those mentors now. Your early mentor imparted that wisdom onto you. Work smarter, not harder. How much of an impact does that have? Like, why is it so important to have that coach or that mentor, Evan? Well, if you don't have a mentor or a coach you don't have any vision of what you can achieve, right? So if you're just hoping and let's say you're on social media and you're looking at what else someone has achieved and you're envious of that person, if you're not working with someone who's better than you or has achieved more than you, it's it's too out of touch. It just seems like a fantasy. And a lot of entrepreneurs, they get wrapped up. They have the napkin in their desk drawer with 50 new ideas that are going to be the next million-dollar idea, but they don't ever act on them. And a lot of that has to do with just misdirected focus. You know, They're too focused on all of these little shark tank ideas, but none of them ever come to fruition. So you really just have to find something that works, find something that you enjoy. I don't know if I really put my eggs into the basket of find your passion and and all of that. I mean, a lot of people, you can have a passion and it doesn't have to be your business. I love hiking, but I'm not going to have a hiking business. It it doesn't seem like it's going to work, you know? So really finding something that helps people. And I find that a mentor can really help you to basically pull out whatever is most valuable. And if you want to be successful, you have to provide value. That's all there is to it. And the more value that you provide, the more value that you're worth. And if you're just trying to, I don't know, you're just trying to extract money or something 
from someone, I, I don't think that you're going to last very long. You, you may get some sales or whatever your goal is, however your business operates. Very transactional, right? Yeah, right. But if it's, if it's a value-driven business and money just happens to be the side effect of providing incredible value and restoring people's health in my, in my lens here, then, then that's great. And, and that's a lot more sustainable. Man, I'm just learning this more and more talking to you successful entrepreneurs on my podcast is that, you know, just provide that value and just a necessary byproduct of that is going to be money in your bank account. That's it. Just provide that value as much as you can. And it sounds corny. It sounds cliche, but that's true. And there's no better way to say it that I found. Absolutely. Now, um, Evan, you've got a podcast. You've got some books. You have a very engaging website. I've been there. It's great. Now, help an aspiring entrepreneur understand uh, what other methods you're using to really engage with and grow your client base? Others besides what you've mentioned. So the podcast, (laughs) yeah. So, so the not just paleo podcast, if people are interested in health, they could check it out. There's going to be about 200 episodes available there by the time that this show goes out likely. And that, that's, that's the main way, the main vehicle that I provide information and education to people that want the free information. So I'm talking about case studies each week of people that I'm working with in the clinic, what I did to get people better, et cetera. The other channel I would say is a YouTube channel. I'm growing that now. I find myself, you know, I sort of just noticed myself that I was listening to less podcast and watching more YouTube videos. So I figured, well, if I'm doing this, how many other people are doing this? So, and I'm, I'm also a visual learner. So a lot of my topics that I'm discussing, they can get a little bit complex. And so I use a whiteboard and I do YouTube videos and that's been really helpful. So I'm rapidly growing that channel up to a thousand subscribers and in a pretty short amount of time in terms of actually uploading content there. And, and that seems to be really helpful and effective at letting people understand my method. And I think it really helps you to connect in terms of personality. I think you can find out someone's personality a lot through the way they speak, but also if you're seeing them and their body language and their facial expressions and stuff like that, that you can really find out if, if you're a good fit and you get along with that person and you would like to hire them. Man, I think you really nailed it with all the platforms and all the tools available to us. I think we really need to figure it out and speak the language of our audience, right? Right. That's well said. Now, I'm jumping around here a little bit, Evan, but do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I'd say both. In terms of losing, it's hard to say what's a loss for me, really, but you know, any time that you could have 100 positive comments on your podcast or a hundred positive reviews. But if you get one review that someone doesn't like it, that hits you more. I actually interviewed a guy, a real cool guy, maybe a good fit for your show as well. His name is Dr. Rick Hansen. We did a show about negativity and how negative things stick to your brain and positive things bounce off. It's almost like humans are wired for negativity, which makes sense. If we were happy with the, if we were happy with the cave, we never would have created civilization. But <laughs> yep. so for me, I've luckily I've never had maybe someone's going to go stalk me now and go leave a negative review but (laughs) luckily I've never had a negative review for the show I'm over 200 five-star reviews for the podcast and that's amazing so congrats man thanks so I love to win in that aspect but I hate to lose even more so you know the wins are just kind of you just kind of nod at the wins you can't really 
in my experience, I don't think it's a good idea just to celebrate the wins because then you get a little bit stagnant or you get too comfortable. Richard Branson, he's a, a guy I look up to too. He says to create urgency early in your business. So really don't ever really feel settled and feel like, yes, I've made it. If you're always on that hustle and you're striving not to lose, I think that's a, a better place to be. You know, I've been saying it for the last maybe dozen or so episodes to my yes is that, uh, you know, if we've won and if we've reached our goals, it's a potential that we've set our standards too low, wouldn't you say? Right. That, yeah, that's a good way to put it. For sure. Now, Evan, give us some actionable content. What are you doing right now to wind down after a long or stressful day? It's a great question. So I like swimming. My aunt, she's been inviting us over to our her house. My wife and I go over there. We went over there yesterday. She has a big in-ground saltwater pool. Love swimming. So fun. So relaxing. I love hiking. I'm a huge proponent of something called Shinrin-yoku, which is the Japanese word for forest bathing, which basically means just immersing yourself in nature. I used to work out at a park system where I was helping to restore old farmland into usable public park space. So I have a deep connection with nature. I'm outside as much as possible. It's a beautiful day here in Kentucky. It's like 80 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. It's blue, blue sky. The trees are green. That's where I, that's where I want to be. That's, that's where I relax and then unwind. Man, I'm looking out the window of my home office right now to the same blue, sunny skies. Uh, well, as soon as we're done here, I'm heading outside, man. You just inspired me to get out there. So Good. Evan, let's boil this thing down. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about taking control of their health and wellness? Main thing is get an idea of why you actually want to get better. If you don't have a reason, oh, I just want to be healthy. Why? Well, because I want to play with my kids. Okay, great reason. Uh, because I'm an entrepreneur and my brain's not working as well as it should. I have brain fog. Okay, cool. Let's check and see if you have a candida overgrowth. I bet you do. Nine out of 10 people have it. Uh, well, I want to get better because my sex drive isn't well or I can't sleep at night. So then I wake up exhausted and I'm unable to focus or I'm unable to be there emotionally for my partner. You know, there's a lot of reasons. And if you boil down your symptoms into reasons why you want to get better, that's a question I always ask on my intake form is what do you want to accomplish when your health complaints are resolved? And that question is really helpful, but hard to find. So if you can get that piece of it, I really think that you're going to be motivated. If you say, oh, I want to just lose some weight so I look good in a bathing suit. Eh, it's not a good reason to me. <laughs> I think it might be a good practice as well, maybe just to sit down, just even with a pen and paper and just give a voice to those problems instead of kind of just floating through the day, you know, sort of uh, in the on the back burner, recognizing that you might have something, sit down and really give it a voice. Would that be a good practice as well? Yeah, I agree with that. A lot of people, they're so busy that they just ignore symptoms. So if we're talking specifically about health, they may have this fatigue that exists for sometimes 20, 25 years before people finally start to take action on it. I don't know what it is that finally makes people hit the breaking point. I don't know if they have to hit the lowest low or what. I find that most people, instead of taking a proactive approach to their health, they take like a reactive approach. So now that things have gone wrong, now I'm going to get better. But if you just would have taken some of the, you know, the lifestyle strategies I talk about, getting up with the sun, going to bed when it's dark, not using your iPhone late at night, not skipping meals, drinking plenty of water, staying away from chemicals, eating organic as much as possible, you know, uh, chewing your food, not being on your phone or your computer while you're eating, you know, eating in peace, things like that. Those will get you a long way. 
all preventative and very actionable stuff right at the end here. Thank you for that, Evan. I hope our listeners slow that down and take some notes. Now, what does the future look like for you and your business? It's going to continue to grow. There's millions of people suffering. The CDC, the Center for Disease Control, they say that depression is now the number one leading cause of disability in the United States. And I believe it. Everywhere you look, there's depressed people, very low energy people out there. And it's due to a multitude of reasons. I mean, some of it's economical reasons, some of it's nutrient deficiencies. So my goal is to help to basically prevent the breakdown of civilization as I see it, and prevent people from going down rabbit holes with conventional pharmaceuticals that are going to live, you know, either shorten their life or let them live with side effects. I really don't want that for people. So it's just going to continue that journey of sharing the truth and, and showing people, look, there is a root cause to your symptoms. Your depression's not caused from a depression medication deficiency. You know, there's deeper causes that can and, and will be found. And once you resolve those, you can live a happy life. I think we all deserve to to enjoy life. What's the point of having all these fancy technology toys and things that we can play with? We're so spoiled, us in the developed world. We're so spoiled. We have no clue. But I want to give people the energy and vitality to actually enjoy the luxuries that we do have and that we've created for ourselves. You know, back in the, the time before I was born, you know, the 50s, the 60s, people promoted the future like we were going to have so much leisure time that we wouldn't know what to do with it. And, and that's just completely false. It didn't turn out that way. So I may not be able to grant people more time, but if I can grant them more energy to do things with their time, then to me, that's a win. More energy, more happiness, for sure. Now, if people want to learn more about identifying those symptoms and what you can do to help address them, Evan, how can they connect with you? Sure. So if they just type in Evan Brand in the search engine or just go directly to the website, not just paleo.com, they can schedule a 15-minute free call with myself, and I'd be happy to talk with them about their symptoms, their goals, and see if we're a good fit for each other. Awesome. Evan. You've given us some great content here today. I appreciate your time, and thank you for joining me on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.